Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Yeah. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. Scholarship that they can't refute. I just told the Negro leaders, stand down. See, I know you, you are always a lawyer for the defense of your enemy. But we put a case out there that you can't defend, lawyers. How many of you have heard of the Holocaust? Raise your hand. How many of you have in school learned about the Holocaust? Raise your hand. Thank you. How many of you have seen on television movies about what happened to the Jewish people under Hitler and the Third Reich? Raise your hand. What about you? Here's a book that should be in every classroom. Here's a book that should be in every college. Here's a book that should inspire dialogue. Because most white people don't know what happened to us. They just see a crazy acting people. But you know what happened to them. Why shouldn't you and they know what happened to us and what some of them did to put us in this condition? Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about a YouTuber, right? Um, we're going to talk about a YouTuber and a. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about an R&B singer, right? We're going to talk about our mink slide brother, right? Our brother Tariq Dasheed, who uh, <laughs> shout out to the mink slide. He uh, produced a video maybe like a couple of weeks ago. And the name of the video is entitled uh, Identifying Ops, right? And in this conversation, you know, our brother took the time uh, to bang on people from my village that banged on small hats, right? So I think it's it's an interesting dynamic because he's kind of trying to separate himself from a group of people. So, yeah, we're we going to have that conversation, beloved. You know what I mean? Because, uh, <laughs> you know, um, Mink Slide, right? And we like Mink Slide on Real Black Content is Podcast. We like them. And um, actually, you know, 
beloved, this is a household that support him. When it comes to his like his uh the documentaries that he make, uh the Hidden Color series, if you know somebody in your family that they really not like a they're not gonna buckle down and do the reading and do the research, but you want them to have like a general view on history. His hidden color series being at the holiday season is coming up. It, it'll actually make a good gift, right? For that auntie that really ain't going to just do the research. For that uncle that ain't going to do the research. But you want them to have a general knowledge on the subject. A general knowledge on a topic or something that happened in our history. Actually, the brother make, he he do he can do that, right? That's, that's big up on our brothers on that. Uh, it's so powerful to see... Our brother right now, Ron Dalton, do that with the Hebrews to Negro series. You see what I'm saying? Everybody wasn't going to hit the books and do the research. But if he do the research on your behalf, looking at like documentaries and things about our history, it'll give some of our people in the village that don't really have the time or can't find the time or is just not dedicated to study to that degree that you can kind of give them a a audio book or you can give them like a documentary that'll give them a good base of like what happened and then you can kind of take it from there if they want to go further in their learning i like Tariq nasheed because of that he has a connection with the youth high schoolers know the guy college kids know the guy you know what i'm saying my sons and their peers they know this guy they listen to the guy he got a good influence and he's not telling our babies to do nothing crazy. He ain't asking nobody to do no drugs. Uh, our mink slide brother ain't. Um, <laughs> know what I'm saying? He ain't teaching our youth to bang. He's giving them like a. Um, in my estimate. He is more like. Middle school for consciousness. If you want to just get a good base. He's like who you put. The village on to get like a good. Elementary base and middle school base. About our history. But when you want to go a little further, our brother can't take you there, right? In today's conversation, though, we've seen a little bug dancing from Reek. Our mink slide brother, he's sliding more on that stage. You know what I mean? He was sliding <laughs> and dancing around on a video that he made called Identifying Ops. Because in this video, beloved, Tariq Nasheed, he spent damn near an hour of conversation trying to distance himself from black folks in the village that bang on small hats. And in the same breath, he was trying to convince our people that listen to him that the people that rock with him, they not with none of that banging on the small hat conversation. They not with that. And then he, and he kind of was spinning it. He's making a pivot and saying, listen, people that came to the rally that is talking at small hat conversation and banging on small hats they're the ops you know they could be potential uh co-intel pro and they government agents and you know we're not biggest and blase blase and i'm like yo i just didn't understand it but i kind of did understand because you kind of look at them and this nigga got that stage in his heart that stage is in his soul and when you see our people that's trying to get to that stage they're trying to get next to small hats because small hats dominate the stage this you know listen 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 the brother had like a reparations march right 
and uh <laughs> beloved i'm gonna be real you know that reparation shit is a pipe dream because the numbers don't fit we have already talked about that on this come on man what kind of numbers y'all niggas unless y'all looking at some numbers i'm not looking at you know when people are speaking on reparations and we are saying that our people is not going to get it nobody is saying our people don't deserve to get it or don't have the right to get it or isn't entitled to get it that's not what we're saying many of us we're just looking at the numbers and we're like no i don't see the numbers and then you can't help but to look at the devil and say no he's not the devil is not going to cut you a check right because this whole <laughs> listen to me y'all united states is about an accumulation of resources right so why would the devil cut you a check and then put you in a potential battle with his kids and grandkids over resources like why would he do that would you do that if the shoe was on the other foot if the house is yours there's a limited amount of resources in the house there's a limited amount of canned goods. Goddamn, you only got one deep freezer in there. So you're going to give the lion's share of what you stole in this house to your own children. You want this stolen shit to go to your children and their children's children. Why would you make the help <laughs> competitor over the resources that you trying to that you went out and stole for your own children? That really doesn't make sense. But if you are telling our people that there's a chance that they can get it where you have to be totally honest with our people and say the small hatch is going to have to be a part of that because they had a bigger hand in our enslavement than you talk about on your platform bro that's why you are like the elementary and middle school level of consciousness you ain't gonna go deep you gotta go to that top level beloved and that's small hat is there small hat is the financial arm to the devil he controls the finances. You know how you look at the cartoons from back in the day and you see the bully cartoon and you see the book, he, the big bully is in front and then you look next to him. It's the small Peabody. He's the, he, you know, but normally it's the small guy. He's the brains. <laughs> then you see the bigger devil in the cartoon. He's the muscle. The Eastern small hat Europeans that's here next to the Western Europeans that's here. The Eastern European descendants of the financial arm to the Western European descendants. They create the financial schemes. They control the money. They control they control the economy. They control the economics. You can't have a conversation about money and not include them. You can't have a conversation about slavery and plantation owners without including them because they had a big part in that. So it looks weird to us, beloved, to see Tariq spend an hour talking about people that's making comments that it's no different than what our brother um, Leonard Jeffries has said before or the brother Minister Farrakhan has said before. We got a scholar, beloved. He's no longer here. His name is Tony Martin. Check out some of Tony Martin's work. It's no different than what Tony Martin been saying his whole his whole career. And he's a professor. He's a teacher. Um, beloved, we got our honorable Marcus Garvey. Peace be upon him. He's no longer here as well. 
in his own newspaper called the negro world he said listen beloved it's the powerful small hat finances job is to destroy the black population in america if you see our people talking about small hats small hats small hats they ain't bugging they're not saying something that our elders and ancestors didn't already say they just repeating it so for somebody to come along right mr mink slide <laughs> this nigga got that stage in his heart for somebody to come along and try to make you think that that's op talk that's not op talk just say you want to get on the stage and you want to do a deal with live nation one day and you don't want to have nobody that's talking militant it's always bugged out when i see the polished looking black man black american black spokesman they always do their best to separate themselves from the militant sounding negroes in the field no no that's not us those guys and he's pointing out he's pointing out irritated genie he's pointing out he realized no they're not with us we told them to get back and he spent an hour doing this shit these brothers weren't saying nothing that devils don't even say themselves they're not saying nothing different than what warner sombart said in 1913 when he came out with a book called the small hats and modern capitalism it's the same thing jerry miller or you could pronounce his name jerry mueller came out with a book called capitalism and the small hats a man from my city the great auto manufacturer he has a book that he made i literally have it in my library you know what i'm saying i I already read the book twice. It's called The International Small Hat by Henry Ford. They're not saying nothing, the quote-unquote identifying ops. They're not saying nothing that our people or their people, even devils, have already said. They're just repeating it. So I guess it's improper to come to a, uh, a, a reparations rally held by a nigga that's a... He, he's, he, in his soul, this nigga is an R.B. singer. In my mind, I'm thinking, why would black people go to a rally hosted by a nigga? This nigga's a he's an entertainer at heart. This nigga not no like he's not no militant. He ain't no like abolitionist. He ain't no this nigga is a YouTuber that got it in his soul to be an R and B singer. And he's the host of the rally. I'm not going. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm not interested in no. This, this nigga gonna take you to the check. <laughs> you don't know if this nigga is anti-government pro-government you know he's you don't know be pro sometimes he talks like he's like he's mainly more conservative but then he talks against the democrats and then he talks against republicans nigga who you think running capitol hill you talking about getting the check you had to get close with somebody now pick which one of your enemies you gonna get close to to get the check from He's running a hustle like he wants our people to get a check, but you don't have the connections with the people in the house to get the check. Dog, I mean, I'm just on some real shit. First of all, let's say this, right? Let's go back. Let's go back to our brother, Tony Martin. Uh, Tony Martin, um, peace be upon him. He's no longer here. This is our Caribbean brother. He produced the book back in the day. Dope. It's called the the small hat onslaught right in his work and his research tony martin identified that 70 percent of the slave owners in the south were small hats right okay he based this on 
1830 census so okay so check it out when you look at the 1830 census and then you come back and you look at the 1860 census you'll see that it was a little less than 385,000 slave owners in the wilderness of north america in the territory that we call the united states i like to say that better in the territory that we call the united states it was less than 385,000 slave owners right when you kind of carve out the south this is what they call the slave states you would see that the small half population was right around 150,000 so seven out of ten we're talking slave states seven out of ten of the plantation owners were small hats now how could you get up and talk about we're talking about Tariq Nasheed again and have a reparations rally Mr. Minkslide but you got a group out there that's talking about small hats and you're trying to distance yourself from them you wasn't trying to it, it wasn't like you was getting bad press you was on ABC and NBC and CBS and you was getting bad press about being anti-Semitic that didn't happen what you did was you just picked a little smaller YouTuber named Ella Marding this is a person that he, he chose to make an hour conversation about and this uh, young lady, she's the devil. Her platform, she got about 2,000 subscribers. Less than 2,000 subscribers on her channel. And then she is only like 5,000 people seeing the video. He's making a... He's picked a... So you have to know just with intelligence. No, it's not about this got this young devil's... What she said, it's not about that. Because it didn't even reach nobody. He just picked that as an opportunity to come out and he's really to me in my estimate he's speaking to the powers that be distancing himself from anybody from our village that has something to say about small hats and i'm like bro why would you pick that that's not no big ass platform that's not no big ass platform she ain't reaching out to the masses saying oh but i see what you got that stage in your heart nigga i see what this is you want to deal with rock nation one day and all jay-z can do if you sign in with Rock Nation, he don't have no black distribution companies he can connect you with. Jay-Z is in place to just put you in business with small hats. That's why he's cozy with the NFL and the NBA. All these are small hat-owned organizations. You want to get a deal with Live Nation? You want to get next to them small hats at Live Nation? You want to mix slide on a bigger level or something? Then you're going to have to... You playing it look like you playing the game and say, nah, we ain't with that black militant shit. We ain't talking about no small hats. And look, this is a fake Hebrew Israelite group. Like, what is a fake Hebrew? What the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Like, oh, and then he makes the term we're talking about Tariq. Man, we ain't with that garbage. Garbage? What the fuck is you talking about? They saying shit that we say in the village all the time. He calls out a guy in particular named Irritated Genie, right? And say this guy is a known government agent. Because irritated genie, he worked for the Department of Homeland Security. Now I, I just like check it out. You know I, I'm not with that. Uh, this nigga is an agent talk, because to call out or say that a man is an agent, you're saying that you are as a black person running an organization at such a high level that the government have to infiltrate you. So now I'm thinking to myself, all right, nigga, you a mink slide, nigga. What the fuck is you doing so good that the government have to infiltrate you? Like, and like me, I don't see it. Maybe the plan is working so well, I don't see it. You think that the government would send resources to come 
and try to see what's going on with the um fba rally and see what's the i i i don't see that nah i i'm not saying no shit like that that shit don't even really it don't really make no sense to me um but like what are you doing over there i can look at the um when you when he had his rally the reparations rally right and i'm looking at the panelists and i'm seeing rizzi islam and Fagario and Dr. Boyce Watkins and Professor James Small and Dr. Mayat and I'm looking and uh, Connie Collins is there and I'm like come on man <laughs> we, we, we love our people you know they can speak strong and stand strong they don't have none of those guys at that panel that you put up there they don't got no connection with Capitol Hill they're not connected with Capitol Hill. You're talking about money from the government. Nobody has a connection with the government. So how are some guys that's talking against the small hats going to mess your shit up? Or you going to distance yourself from... That doesn't... How does that work? You? How does that work? How, how is a bunch of guys... I'm me, Big VJ. I'm going to sit down with a panelist of people from my block. And we're going to talk about getting some work. We got to get some work from Mexico. We going to, you know, uh, man, they owe us some work from Mexico. We That last shipment that come through and our people from the block, we already grounded for that shipment. And they, they owe us a shipment, but none of us got a connection with no plug. Are we going to get a shipment? <laughs> or we just going to give y'all some talk? Who got the connection with the plug in Mexico so we can get the work? A bunch of niggas sitting around on stage talking about what's old to us. What's old to us? All right, who got the connection with the people in Capitol Hill to get what's old to you? And beloved, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put this number out. I'm gonna just do this real quick. I'm gonna do this real quick. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. The reparations. This is why I say that whole talk is a hustle. They have to give you a beginning date on slavery, right? The general consensus in the territory that we call the United States, the date that they give us of slavery officially starting in 1619. That's the date that they give us. All right. If that's the official date, only two more dates is going to make it all connect and make it all work. The two more dates is when the United States come into power and then when slavery come to an end legally. Right. The United States did not even become a fucking country to 1776. Is that right? This is what we do. We goddamn go get the get the pig, get the swine, put it on the barbecue grill. This is what we call the 4th of July, right? And then we goddamn cook up all that pork and pig feet and goddamn the whole nine. And we eat up and we and after all that, we pop some firecrackers. And if you don't have no pop, no firecrackers, we go in the backyard, we pop that cheap ass 380. That's the, the instant jammer. You got seven rounds in it. You get four of them off the jam. But some of us pop that Glock and this is what we do. We shoot in the air. We're celebrating 4th of July. 1776. This is when the United States is born. When did slavery end, beloved? When did slavery end? We can make an argument. From 1860 to 65, this is when slavery is ending. Legally, we got the Emancipation Proclamation. Come in that window. We got the uh, the confiscation act coming that window. So when you talk about reparations, you're asking the United States government to give you some shit, but the government didn't come into place to 1776. 
That means if my big mama and your big mama was on a plantation here in the 1600s, it wasn't for the United States. The United States didn't exist. That means that she was on some goddamn British plantation, some French plantation, some... Come on, man. We know the drill. Some Spanish. Come on, baby. We know the drill. Then you have to... After the United States came into play... All the 48 states, then boom, it didn't go into one window. Different states joined on to the union later. There's not enough time for niggas to get. I know, I know the good good reverends out there and past the pork chop. And some of these want to be black intellectuals. They sold you the whole 400 degree slavery thing. A part of me, 400 year slavery thing and 500 years. And yeah, 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 that's true. We ain't shitting on our leaders for saying that. What we are saying is that out that 400 years or that 500 years, whatever year they give you, the United States in that window did, was, didn't exist to 1776. So when did it end? Legally on the paper. So that's it. How can you get, it's not enough, how many years is that? You can do the math yourself. You can do the math yourself. Do the subtraction yourself. That's not enough time. I keep telling our people that. Unless these niggas got some different numbers, I haven't seen yet. Now, everything that come after that, Jim Crow and blah, 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 I get it. All right. Where's your plug at with Capitol Hill? It goes back to that. You don't have a plug. What are you talking about? But maybe all that, beloved, is all right, I'm going to leave that alone. Maybe that's a different story for a different day. Now I'm looking at the panelists. Now I'm looking at. Tariq Nasheed, he calling the guy out, irritated genie. Yo, he's a known agent. And the guy, he didn't do shit but had a job at the Department of Homeland Security. You know how many of our people work at the government? So to make his point, he pulled out one guy. I told somebody to stay away from him and he got killed. He gonna put that on the black man? Damn, that's cold, bro. That's cold. Then he say, hey man, irritated genie, he had some problems with David Banner. But he didn't tell you what was the problem behind him and David Banner. Beloved, to my knowledge, the problem that irritated Jeannie had with David Banner was that he booked David Banner to come and speak to his organization because the guy named Irritated Jeannie from D.C. had an organization that was called Straight Black Pride. I don't know if the guy still got it, but that was an organization back in the day. Straight Black Pride. And when he booked uh, David Banner to speak to his the people or the visitors or the function that he threw for his organization, that brother don't allow the term nigga to be said. He just ain't into nobody saying nigga. He ain't into that. So when David Banner in his lecture uses the word nigga, hey, my man's like, yo, bro, just don't use that word. We don't, we ain't got no niggas in here. We don't play the nigga game in here. We just do something different. We want to respect the legacy of our, you know, our elders and our ancestors. We don't want to do that shit. Just use another word. That was the problem. So why would you come on your platform, dog, and put that out like, Niggas just had a different kind of problem. They didn't have a different kind of problem. He didn't want to do to say nigga. That was it. Then it's like he he's a government man. You know how many of our people work at the TSA? That ain't goddamn he, homeland security. That ain't nothing but some cybersecurity jobs, some program analyst jobs. That's just a bunch of our people doing pat downs and property searches at the airport. And come on, man, you acting like if we got a job at the government, but he did this before, man. He did this before, bro. I've seen Tariq do this with Grandmaster Jay. He put a clip up of Grandmaster Jay at a Trump rally. 
and they said, look, the guy's an agent. And then all of a sudden we see Grandmaster sitting in prison for seven years because he he supposedly put the rifle up towards a law official. And when he, they was going through the whole Breonna Taylor thing, and all of a sudden the, the brother get seven years in prison. But damn, Rick, you said he was an agent too. How come these agents is, is going to jail? And if Irritated Genie is an agent, how come the brother got fired from his job in 2013 for the quote-unquote government? You don't, you're not telling the people that. You're just telling them like some preacher man shit, like half the truth. It's like girly mouth shit. Hey, yo, if somebody is an op, you take their message, you break it down and say, well, what's op about it? Oh, this is op about it. That is op about it. But when I see y'all people throwing small hats under the bus and you're saying something is wrong with them, I'm like, no. Beloved, something is wrong with you. Something is something is wrong with you, bro. Come on, what, what we doing? Yeah, man, small hats is our problem. I don't fuck with that white supremacy turn and this guy is a suspected white supremacy. No, nah, I don't deal with that term. These are devils. The small hat is on the financial arm. Yeah, they are our biggest enemy, beloved. Yo, we just watched. Check this out. We just watched Alan Greenblatt go on a Breakfast Club show, right? And, um,. With Charlemagne the Frog, DJ Friendly, and um, DJ Friendly to the enemy, he didn't say much. But Charlemagne the Frog was kind of having a conversation with the small hat. He's a uh, ADL CEO, right, Greenblatt, and he makes the statement, right, that they had to get Kanye. They had to get Kanye, and if they didn't get him, the myth of small hats running everything would have continued to go on. And we watched him tip that that community tear our brother down in front of everybody. And then we're gonna come back and say, Tariq Nashina, oh man, that's garbage what they saying. We ain't no biggers over here. We against white supremacy. What do you think white supremacy is? Beloved, when you hear Tariq Nasheed talk about white supremacy and this term suspected white supremacy, which we don't use here, they're devils. The devils and small hats, that's very clear. We ain't, no, there's not, because that white supremacy game is almost like uh, it's the bad apple in the bunch game. These folks is good, but this one, I don't know. Aza don't know. He's a suspected white supremacist. Aza don't know. Look, he did this. He No, 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 we don't play that game. They, no, they're all the same. They're devils. But that verbiage of white supremacy, he picked that up from Neely Fuller Jr., right? All right. So our brother, Neely Fuller Jr., taught that white supremacy uh, controls not areas of activity right then our brother go along and say he say education economics entertainment labor law race religion sex and war we've heard it before right because we hit you know uh neither fuller jr he's been working in the community forever and then um our sister peace be upon us she's no longer here dr Cress wilson she took it to another level because she she took she had the, the platform to move around and she was she was very profound on those areas of activity. Okay, now, Tariq Nasheed uses that term. But when you break it down, who's really in control and running that? Let's be real. Right? Who's over law? <laughs> who's over the judicial system, beloved? I'm asking. Who runs the economics in this country? Right? Because you saying, these brothers saying the small head is a problem. That's a, that's a problem. But all right, well, who runs the banking system? 
who controls the this economy do you do do you do we control the economy do mexicans and asians control the economy in this country who control the economy in this country who controls the federal reserve right if we was to take time and get on our google right now and we wanted to look at the board of governors and see who is running the show like what names will we see i think sierra raskin name is up there is her name up there <laughs> what about jetta yellen is her name up there <laughs> all right who, who ran the show what is, is ben bernacki name still up there right in small hat city who pulling the screens out there in new york is william dudley name still up there <laughs> i'm asking you brother you know what i'm saying it's white supremacy all right well that's a big label let's nail it down a little bit who who because <laughs> you do know them folks play both sides of the coin because they come from eastern europe they classify as white right but because because of their uh, religious affiliation and their quote-unquote religious identity they also classify as a minority so whatever way the wind blows <laughs> whatever work in their favor that's the way they're going so like all right we this this white supremacy shit like let's let's uh <laughs> let's let's peel that onion a little bit who's running that board of governors over there because they're in them small hats they're in all of them they small hats all right nearly full out we talked about entertainment who runs entertainment <laughs> Nigga, mink slide. You, nigga, you mink slide. You know who uh, they got you on that stage. So if you're in the front, I can imagine who in the back. But they got you on that stage. All right, mink slide. Who runs entertainment? Right? You know what's so cold when it comes to entertainment? I'm going to tell you some real power. Because this is something we literally seen. Right? We watched an entertainer, our brother uh, Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, right? We see him say something in the entertainment world everybody dropped them in the entertainment world right the folks are so powerful that they made a call to the bank and we watched a bank drop him so there's no question who's running the economics and who's running the entertainment and etc etc in this country right all right so you're identifying ops who's the ops other black folks that's saying that these folks is a problem they're ops now you want us to believe that bro i don't know man we gotta keep our eye on i told y'all before that i said man that nigga kind of close to them kikes over there he in california i'm like i don't know <laughs> you gotta keep an eye on this nigga. <laughs> you gotta keep an eye on him because he got the um he got the the great spirit is on him you know what i'm saying he got the power influence right but i'm like i i, I just didn't see this yo the person that he used to springboard his conversation was a low-level youtuber that low-level youtuber not kicking up no that much noise for you to the girl got less than this devil got less than two thousand subscribers on that dog she ain't reaching no masses. She made a video that rich. It reached less than 5,000 people. Ain't nobody goddamn. I mean, you talking about they trying to connect this to your movement. No, no, no. No, no, no. We, we smarter than that, beloved. No, that's not what you did that for. You a ship one, bro. You use that as an opportunity to speak to the powers that be. Right? 
your closet financiers probably. There's a lot of mink sliding going on. You know what I mean? Who financed this shit? Who 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 distribute? I wonder. Don't make me have to look and see who distributes your music and all this all kind of shit. I'm like, all right, because when you want to go on tour, who's booking these tours? And don't let me find the Weinstein and Bernstein and <laughs> Goldstein back there. But then it all makes sense. But when we see our people with that stage in their heart, I'm like, Shh. you know, when you see that nigga got that stage in his, his, his stage in his heart. You're like, man, that nigga, he gonna. Be, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna ruffle no feathers with them folk. He gonna say a lot about uh he gonna talk about some Jamaicans. It's just it's you know I'm gonna tell you something. That's, I'm just thinking about this now. This is interesting. You know it, he makes it very clear that this whole tethers thing and these are riders and and he found a way to pick on black folks. He found a way to pick on Nigerians. He found a way to pick on. You know, Haitians and brothers from the Virgin Islands and the let's just say Caribbean brothers, period. And if they don't think like this and think like that, they're tethers and I'm not, and that's cool. All right. That's your platform. Hey brother, we ain't that's your thing. But where's that smoke at for those small hats? Nick Cannon's your brother. Sherry Redstein stole his whole show. Being out of brand. Where's the smoke then? You in California, dog. All those, all those small hat companies and record execs and music execs out there that's beating our people in their contracts. And then when they fulfill the contracts, they don't even get the money. They just strong arm it. Where's that? Oh, where's that breakdown? And where's all that? And listen, maybe our people don't need to get the reparations that we supposed to get. If we just get the money that we supposed to got out of entertainment field and didn't get beat those billions of billions of dollars, if we just got all the money back that we owe, we probably be good. Where's your smoke on that? You ain't gonna never have no smoke on that. I know I get it. When niggas can poke their chest out on other niggas, they seem like the biggest, baddest. Where's well, that zip coon shit? <laughs> zip coon was, yeah, yeah, bad Yeah, he bad against his own. But when you got to call that small hat out, just like you call the Jamaican out, just like you call the Nigerian out, and then when you call him out, it's interesting how he, he kind of worked the call out because they tell us, and then he starts to throw things at their culture that, oh, they eat this, this Jollof rice, Jollof rice eat the motherfucker, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just call out some kikes. And call out that goddamn, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all that beef shit they be eating and that lamb call that shit call out that call out that kosher shit too you ain't gonna never do that they not gonna never do that man we got a black man with a platform telling black people he's supposed to be conscious telling black people that other black folks that showed up to a reparations rally banging on small hats is not what they stand for but we all supposed to get the check right everybody get the reparations it ain't no bourgeoisie check the, the gangbanger get the check the coon get the check right the real black militant get the check everybody supposed to get you supposed to be fighting to get this check from all of us ain't you or are you Beloved, all I can say now is uh, you got to watch those niggas with that stage in their heart, man. 
You got to watch those niggas that got that stage in their heart. I'm going to just leave it at that. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all.